0: Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Welcome. This is the Podcaster Community Show, short conversations that are not just about podcasting, because I like to take the scenic route. Our guest today is Laura Land. Welcome, Laura.
1: Hi. Nice to see you. I,
0: <laughs> which is kind of funny, because we've communicated a bit in the podcasting workshop, and it is always a challenge of like... When you have to, I'm going to say switch mediums. When suddenly you see someone in person, I'm looking forward to the days when you know we can start meeting people in real life again. Um, I've had a few of those now where I've had a chance to meet somebody that I haven't met before in person, and and it's like whoa. Um, But yeah, as usual, I'm off on a tangent. Um, I'm there's so many things, and I'm never at a loss for what to ask. I'm always at a loss for what's the best thing to ask, and. My mind is drawn toward the connection between, I'm going to say breathing, but not simply the movement of air. I mean about how breathing is a whole body experience for oneself, about how breathing, because you have a very educated, I'm going to say a very knowledgeable person to talk about breathing. How does breathing play into what you're doing with your podcast? Because I'm thinking you've got a big head start. I didn't know how to breathe mm. <laughs> when I started podcasting. And I'm wondering, have you noticed that that's helped?
1: Well, interestingly enough, I mean, breathe. there's no right way to breathe. Right. For there's no like overall, this is the way humans should be breathing. Right. (laughs) There's, there's better ways to breathe for different activities. So you would think that I would ace this podcast (laughs) breathing game, but, um, no. I can ace the the, uh, yoga breathing game, right? Like if I have to teach yoga breathing, I can breathe great for yoga. I can really nail my breath and movement articulation. I can teach people how to slow their breathing and calm their breathing and get their nervous systems regulated. But um, I haven't had so much experience practicing breathing and talking (laughs) and especially, uh, yeah. And I, I tend to come up with some really long sentences when I'm doing my intros. (laughs) I'm like, you need to add more periods, more commas, semicolons. So, um, I've been finding, yeah, I have to really practice. I would say I'm right now practicing less breathing and more sentence structure (laughs) that gives me the space to breathe.
0: Mm. That's a good point. I have um that little thing that I said at the beginning. Hello, I'm Greg Gods welcome to this my <clears throat> it's uh It's just in a plain text document on the side of my screen, and I just change the person's name for each one and I have it it actually has like double spaces and a lot of the words are spaced, you know like to tell me to slow down and capitalization and I've read some articles and heard some people talk about the idea of having to really rethink how we write because I'm trying like in this little 18 line long thing, I'm trying to do more than just remember what to say. I'm trying to remember not just how to say it. I'm trying to remember how to be when I'm saying it.
1: Mm.
0: And I don't know if I have a question um, <laughs> I always promise I'll make questions, but...
1: Well, I do think I was recording a little video for uh, my nonprofit, Three and a Half Acres <clears throat> Yoga, a mm-hmm. couple of years back, and I had written this script for it. And the woman who was filming it said, you might want to try reading that out loud, um, because things sound different when we're writing them um, mm-hmm. in our heads than when we actually say them.
0: Yeah, the the voice... Um is that a capital V voice or a little V voice? The proverbial voice really matters. Um, again, so many questions. Um, what about, so when you're, I'm thinking about writing and basically we're trying, you, know, you and I and everybody who's a podcaster, we're trying to perform. So the reading is like a performative, dramatic type of reading, but we're also trying to perform um. These are only released in audio, but we can see each other in the call. So I'm also trying to be mindful of like, if I stood here and, and talked exactly the same way, but looked like this the whole time, you would be just like, you'd get a different energy from me. It was a sight gag. And I, I think I have changed a lot in the five years since I have been forced to pay attention to how the other person is uh, mirroring me or like how they feel or, Mm. um, the, just the whole idea of the energy of the space. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping that I'm not opening a new can of worms that you haven't thought of. I'm wondering what your (laughs) thoughts are on when you want to interview people. Do you think you'll be able to do the job that you imagine you could do if you can only do it over virtual or you, are you like chomping at the bit to get in to, in person or are you imagining it's, you're going to be able to always do it as a, it's a theater show and it's fully produced. Like, what are your thoughts on embodying the host aspect hmm. of your show?
1: Well, I've been recording with no video, (laughs) Um, uh, mainly for bandwidth. Um, I live in the great Western Catskills in a very small town called Andes. And I don't know, we have the highest Wi-Fi one could have. But um, Mm. because my husband often works from home as well and could be on video, um, I'm just trying to get my sound right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like uh, I'm going for like the sound is not horrible. like it's it's a low level bar right now. Um, I I don't have any really imaginings of yeah, my my sort of body um, positioning as host. Um, where I am right now in my process is uh, really around a the sound being like, Decent and getting the flow of questions out. Um, I find myself. I'm I'm early on in my podcasting, and um, I find myself thinking that I have these great questions. Like I'm listening to someone. I listened to someone recently um that i interviewed like i listened to her every podcast she's ever been on like 10 podcasts and i'm like oh i'm gonna ask her things no one's ever asked her and it's gonna be so amazing and then it's like it's happening and i'm like i don't think this is flowing the way that i imagined it in my mind
0: it's really
1: freaking hard it's really hard yeah
0: (laughs) um I have a lot to say and people who know me well know that I have a lot to say about conversation because I think my opinion that what literally what you and I are doing right here, this is not an interview. I'm not interviewing you. In my opinion, this is a conversation and I could talk at length about what I use those words and why I distinguish that. And so whatever word we choose though, there's a real challenge when the, the, the best way to explain it is, remember the last, you know, people listening, remember the last time you went to your friend's house (laughs) back in the day and you had a really great conversation and it was really awesome. Maybe there was a glass of wine, maybe there was a beer, whatever it was, you watched a football game or there's a social object, like a board game involved. You had that great conversation. It was awesome. I'll tell you what you did not do. You did not call them and say, Hey, Tuesday at three o'clock, we're going to jump on a zoom call and we are going to have an awesome conversation. It's going to be done in a half hour. Like as soon as you put the constraints on and worse, Oh, I'm also going to record it. That makes it really hard. And to me, it took me a long time to give up trying to avoid that problem and just go, yeah, this is what we're trying to do. Um, so I'm not in any way, pushing back on what you're saying. I'm, I'm just saying, I agree with you completely. And I kind of gave up on trying to fix the problem and Mm. instead just focus on what I'm focusing on is I'm so excited to get to talk to Laura. That's literally what's going on in my head. I love to talk to people, Mm. um, preferably when they don't run away screaming.
1: (laughs) (laughs) um,
0: So I don't know if you've, if you've thought about like, where do you imagine your, your personal experience of podcasting? Being, or what do you imagine that would grow into after you've done, say, 10 uh, experiences with guests or a 100? Like, do you are you thinking of podcasting as a vehicle to accomplish something specific, or mm-hmm. are you mm-hmm. thinking through the life or the personal change that's going to happen if you keep doing it?
1: Um, well, I mean, both. Mm. I got into podcasting because I'm releasing a book ne- early next year, and it's it's a vehicle for promoting that book, um and meeting folks who are experts in the um embodiment and trauma um, healing space. So, I mean, it's cool. I get to talk to people that you know whose books I've read and who um kind of like fangirl, you know, and mm-hmm. um so that's that's really exciting. and it's definitely opening up my world um because generally, I found people really excited to be on the podcast. Um, Mm. And of course, it's uh, learning something new, I think is is really important. It's exciting. It's terribly frustrating at the beginning, but I know, (laughs) you know, it's like, it's not like I've never learned something before. So I try to step back and go, you know, I know this is going to change. And um, I imagine that after 10, 20, 30, 100 shows that, um, it, it should get a little easier <laughs> to find the flow. Um, and, um, you know, to, I think with the experts, um, you know, it is different than let's have this like casual conversation because I'm really trying to get some expert knowledge out of them and maybe, maybe around a, a question that they haven't Totally considered before, or that um that my guests haven't heard the answer to before, so I'm trying to think about putting some ideas together in new ways um so that it could be interesting, and um you know, I don't like necessarily to hear the same thing I've heard before, so there's a little bit of that going on, um but maybe I need to relax a little into. You know, even if someone has heard something many times, sometimes it's the 5th, 6th, 7th time we hear it that it sinks in or we hear it in a different way or we weren't ready for it at that mm-hmm. moment in our lives. Yeah. Right. I'm was, seeing the I, nodding. I don't want to interrupt you. you. Know? Yes. No, they ready for it's, it. it's it's so important, right? And and maybe they never heard me ask it or reflect on yeah. it that way. So, maybe I need to relax more into that, like and it's okay to ask a question that we've asked before or hear something again and not put so much pressure on, um, the brilliant question that no one's asked mm. before. <laughs> yeah.
0: You make a couple of, ooh, couple of great points. I, in, in the, what you're saying, I'm hearing your awareness that what we, you and I are doing like right here, right now is we're composing, um, we're combining your, you're combining, uh, sorry, too many, too many tenses and voices. We're combining each of our personal experiences and we're trying to create something new. We're clearly doing it on purpose since we scheduled it and it's planned and we're recording. Um, And that kind of composition is very different from the type of composition that I had practiced before I started podcasting. I mean, I had done literary composition. I will read the book and then write the book report. I had done scientific composition. I have a question, how do I solve this? But I really think there's something special about composing, um, you know, maybe in the way, uh, I'm, I'm not a dancer, I'm really bad, but the way two dancers might compose if they weren't long-term dance partners. Um, so I, I think there's, there's definitely um, like a practice, I don't want to say practice makes perfect, but it feels to me like once you understand the basic pieces of how this works, then you're like, oh, I mean, sometimes I step on toes. Sometimes things come out wrong or questions don't work. Um, but there's like, a child, maybe not childlike is not the right word, but a an honest, um, I show up honestly
1: mm, yeah. and
0: tend to say, I don't know a lot. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. I, I think you're on the right track. Um, I don't know that I have anything to say specifically about getting, you know, I was just thinking like, I, I've talked to a lot of experts I and mean, a lot of experts, but oddly, not necessarily about what they were expecting me to talk about like i mean you probably weren't expecting me to like want to dig into teacher training but like that's clearly something you're expert about and we're not talking about that so that's that it is i am over in a different maybe an easier more comfortable living room space i guess
1: i mean i do envy it a little <laughs> like it's fun to talk to people and like you know you're talking to zuckerberg like i i heard a little bit of his interview with Ferris the other day and it's like, you know, but you're talking about like his hobby. You know what I mean? Like you're not you're not talking about the things that everyone's asking about, you know, why Facebook mm. is tanking. Um, <laughs> am I allowed to say all that? You said I could say whatever I wanted. You, say you, want. I'm clapping.
0: <laughs> Facebook tanking? you know what I mean? No. I mean,
1: there's something I I I feel like, yeah, that's that's fun, you know. That's that I mean, that's that's awesome. That's that unexpected um way of going in an interview or just getting the the yeah. the human out and not Asking them that question about their expertise for like the hundredth time is super cool. And maybe I, I'm going to change my podcast. No, oh, kidding. shit. Sorry. No, I didn't mean <laughs> to do that.
0: Kidding. I didn't mean to do that. Um, there is there's a magic. Uh, I have too many ideas in my head. I'm also running multiple trains of thought. One is I'm watching the clock tick. And anytime I'm talking and the clock is ticking, I feel like I'm doing it wrong. I think that when I ask people about things that are adjacent to their passion. Um, Like sometimes I always, I don't always, sometimes I say, never ask people questions about the past. So I don't need to say to Laura, how did you get into teaching yoga? Or how did you wind up starting that nonprofit? I don't have to ask that question because if you're passionate about that, oh, you'll tell me that story. So sometimes I think, if I'm just the crazy little kid who yells YOLO and crosses the street and the person that I'm talking with goes, well, okay, that's kind of crazy, but that's interesting. Let's go see. Then we wind up on this journey of discovery together, mm. but it's going to be colored by our experiences and our expertise. So if I say YOLO and cross the street, you go, you know, that's actually an x-ray clinic. And I know a lot. I'm the guy that invented x-rays. My last name's mm. Rocky. I, I, I find that we kind of, me and the guest for many times, we sneak up on the awesome stuff, I think.
1: So yeah, I, I believe you're right. I do. But
0: I also, but to be clear, I did, I hope this isn't weird you out. I did spend the last half an hour thinking about literally nothing but you. So, at a half hour before the call, I start, you know, like I Google and I'm on LinkedIn and I read, like, so we're in the podcasting course together. I read all of your lessons as fast as I can. I listen to your, like, a half hour of just like loading the person into my head. And then I try to just like not, I don't have pre formed questions. So, I'm probably doing a lot more research than people are thinking than than I am not you because I just told you but the average person probably thinks I do these just completely cold and no <laughs> mm. um.
1: I'm not um, short for time, so if you do want to ask me about yoga or uh, any of those things, <laughs> we can I think
0: struggle. I'm I'm torn between West Cascades. I fancy myself a rock climber, so I've been to like the shogunks and places. and um, but I'm some torn between outdoors stuff, yeah, which I'm guessing you you're into or at least attracted to if you've gone to the Cascades. Um, yeah you want to do hard questions? you want to ask me a question? I got, I got lots of hard questions. Hard questions?
1: What's, um,
0: what's something that you think people get wrong about you?
1: Oh, my gosh. Oh, you went in now. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you can say, I had a guest one time. I loved him. I asked him a really hard question. He went, pass.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, a game show.
0: And I was like, well, played." You don't have to answer that question if you don't want to. I just want to be like mindful of, I can be very domineering in conversation, so I want to be mindful of, what Laura wants to do with the last few minutes
1: mm. well i think um because i do a lot of public speaking and uh i went to theater school um i think people think i'm a lot more like uh outgoing or um maybe don't always realize how much quiet time I need and reading mm. and solo time. Yes. So I'm one of those, I forget the name of it, you know, extrovert, introvert, whatever, like, you know, I come off as extrovert, but I really need a lot of um, solo time, which kind of ties into your other observation about my living up here and the Catskills and needing uh, and enjoying time to hike and be out in nature and um, I'm definitely using nature um, as a refuge and enjoying learning more about the natural world.
0: Uh, I would put myself in the same boat. I am most people would say extremely extroverted, but I'm not. I'm just happen to do well. I'm really good in social settings, but after a few hours of that, Craig needs a timeout, you know, and like I need to go somewhere preferably outside. I am itching to go outside. We're, probably in the same weather pattern. It is ridiculously gorgeous outside where I am. It's like 75, mostly sunny. The sun is shining. The birds are chirping.
1: Mm. The,
0: the, the, everything is blasting green Like because it's rained the last two days. Um, no, <laughs> I don't think a, we're, what, what we're at 75.
1: <laughs> we're always like uh, 10 degrees colder than everyone else. But the mm. sun is finally here, and we don't get a lot of sun here, um, which is, is challenging for me. Uh, we happen mm. to be in a really cloudy... Uh, Delaware County, this county I live in just has lots of clouds. So um, I'm definitely going to enjoy uh, at least an hour outside. Usually I do that with my daughter after school, especially if it's gorgeous. But even in the cold, I'll make myself get that outside time. It's really important to me. I really try to clock those outdoor hours. And I'm going to take a training on mindful nature guide leadership uh, in about a week. So I'll be able to guide you through your outdoor I experience. want to talk about
0: that. And we have 20 seconds. <laughs> no. um, we definitely need to circle back. I always say, I don't know if I've had any repeat guests on this show. Definitely have to circle back and talk about that. Uh, as much as I hate, because now I want to say, I, I have a million questions. I could do this all day. But like literally, these are supposed to be bite-sized conversations with people. Um I will just say it was a distinct pleasure to get a chance to talk. Um yeah, I love um like everybody brings an energy when I get a chance to talk to them and I really enjoy like hanging out with like oh yeah, we need to go outside. Unfortunately, we're like 4 hours apart, maybe more. All right, I will just say thanks so much for taking the time for dropping in and visiting me and I wish you the best of luck with your new podcast going forward. Thanks, Laura.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks for your great insights. And let's meet halfway. I'll see you in the great outdoors.
0: (gasps) Oh, yes, please.
1: Bye. Bye.